Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a video game podcast where we play a video game for three hours and then talk about it. My name is Lockie. And my name is Louie, and this week we didn't play one video game for three hours. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I'm stalling because I'm looking up what the name of this fucking thing is. Sure, well, how about I tell you what I've played? No, uh, we- I know the name. It's called Steam Next Fast. We played a bunch of demos from Steam Next Fast, including... Lockie, now you go. Sure. Um... <laughs> Played, I played a game called Glimmer in the Mirror. I played a game called Lego Brawls. One called Nyad. Another Turbo Golf Racing. And finally, Metal Hellsinger. And I played a couple of those, but I also played Melatonin, Paradise Marsh, Lunark, The Fridge is Red, Angerfoot, and Gloomwood. Did you like the movie Wayne's World? Um, did I like it, or do I like it? Uh, either, both. I didn't really see Wayne's World probably until my mid-teens. Yeah. Was, um, and I would I think say... That's, that's like a prime time to see it, though. Okay. I, I felt like I was a little late maybe to the party, maybe, when I saw yeah. Wayne's World. Um, but um, I like I like that movie. It's not. It's not something I would. I would, you know, pick on a daily basis. But I'm glad I've seen it, and I'd watch it again. I think I've maybe seen it twice. Sure, great Ooh, film. Do, is that was that was that? Was there any more to that? Or no, no, <laughs> no, no more. Oh, no this more. isn't like a Wayne's World episode, or no. What did you think about no, Wayne's World no. too? I thought it wasn't that good. Um, I don't. Re- I, th- I don't remember it, so I'm assuming it's not great. I think it has like some okay moments. Is that but... where they try to have like a concert? Is that? Yeah, right? yeah. I, I barely remember something about yeah, like a field with some people. They have in a it. vision. Of course they do. They're very visionary like, people. Um, yeah, they have like a vision and have and see themselves running like a concert. What's he up to the these days, old? Um, Mike Mike. Yeah. Probably not much. Just he, living he, off Shrek. I, I, <laughs> Surely. I mean, yeah. I feel I feel like he had like some <laughs> real stinkers and then he disappeared. Like probably around uh, the time I was watching Wayne's World, he was putting out some like real bad films. Yeah, I think so. I mean I think Wayne's World is off, by which... far and away my favorite thing that he's ever done. What else has he done? Austin Powers? Shrek, Shrek. He's his Shrek is pretty darn good. Like that's yeah, he's a great Shrek. Sure, the character but... of Shrek is pretty iconic. If we're talking about Mike Myers, there. What he's else? He's iconic, but I don't like him that much. No, I'm. Wayne's World probably is the. Has he done anything like serious? Now I want to look at his like, IMDb, IMBD, INDB, Mike. Myers, Mike Myers, um, I just want to know if he's done anything, like, heavy and sad. He's got a weird face, that's all I'll say. (laughs) Um, he's done a lot of Shrek. Does he do any of the, um... Shrek spin-off stuff? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. Video games? Um... Donkey! Shrek the Halls, the TV short. Okay. He was in Inglorious Bastards? <laughs> okay. I don't Enough. remember that. Um, Me neither. Okay. Okay, excellent. This is all great. Great stuff. Um... 
Lucky, hi. I, I we haven't spoken in in. No, it's been um... in like at least a week and a half. Yeah, it's been about that. You've been, been uh, that. you've been a busy boy. I uh, went to Barcelona. <sighs> Did you have a nice time? Yeah, really fun. A yeah. lot of fun. Um, really nice. It was just rotating between the flat Airbnb sort of thing mm-hmm. to the beach to a restaurant to a festival. Nice. And it was just one of those things for like five days. <laughs> That's nice. I. I haven't done that kind of thing in a while, but like that, there's kind of holidays where, yeah, you just do the same like three things yeah. <laughs> over and over again. As it gets it's quite great. comfortable. It does, yeah. I haven't done that stuff in ages. The one I remember best is like, I think I went to like one of those resorts. My dad took me to one of those resorts as a kid in Turkey. And it was just that, that like rhythm of like, all right, we get up, we go to the buffet. After the buffet, we yeah, go to the yeah, pool. Yeah. <laughs> About halfway through the day, they bring some carrot cake for some reason. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> and that was it. Like, it just that loop. Um, you just really settle in. Uh, you just see you in the pool looking over at your dad, being like, the carrot cake! <laughs> the carrot cake is here! They just came around with trolleys of carrot cake. Yeah, 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 I think that was when I first tried carrot cake, and I was like, oh, wow, I was not expecting carrot cake to be a winner. Yeah. Nothing about that name gives off good vibes, but it's incredibly successful. That's funny. Mm -hmm. They they are good holidays, and every bit of it worked out well. I mean, like, you know, and it's in the Spanish sun, so it was (laughs) 30 degrees sort of every day. Yeah, yikes. Uh, But you're by the coast, so there's a breeze. And I put on probably about two inch of sunscreen every day. You do you burn easy? Oh come on, dude! Yeah, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm what, looking what, at my what um near what, naked body now as I sit here in my pants. Yeah, looking at my pale arms and shoulders that are now covered in freckles. You don't. You don't tan. You just freckle up. I do tan, but I also freckle. Um, what kind of what kind of SPF we talking? I started with 50 plus, which is just what was in the house. Yeah. But then I rinsed that fairly quickly and then started rinsing my friends. Mm. Um, I think I probably used about half of his 30 plus bottle. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I read it's, somewhere it's, it's that good, SPF it's, it's good. is more about the length it lasts than the protection it's, it gives. So I remember reading a book at school. I don't believe that. School. What, reading a book? Uh, yeah. We didn't read uh, at school. Okay, I remember looking at a book mm. at school that had stuff about SPS and, like, the diminishing returns of it were insane. So it was, yeah. like, 15, SPF factor 10 will do, like, 90% and then, like... 15 will do yeah, like that's what it 95%. Is. Yeah. And then like 30 will do like 97%. It's like yeah. that. You know what I mean? But that makes sense though, because like, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Kind until of. you fork out for SPF 50 plus. Yeah. I, as a kid, mum would give me like, I think we would get like, up, like 15 to 30 probably. Um, and then Grace uh, burns to a crisp uh, in, like, two seconds. So she always buys 50, and then I always kind of forget to buy my own. So I end up using 50, and I just never get a tan wherever I go anymore. I just come back with exactly the same color. Um, seems to be a very successful solution to protecting your skin. Yeah, I mean, they know what they're doing, these people who make They really do. They really do. Um, but no, it was, it was very good. Um it's a nice way of life out there. The festival, like, some of the headliners would start at, like, 2, which is just insane. And it's, like, by the coast, lovely air, and then you just wake up at, like, 12. <laughs> mm. Go to the beach, have some food. Very nice. Yeah, that sounds good. 
Yeah, it was good. How about you? Anything spicy in the last week and a half? Um, no, I think I've just been working. <laughs> really? Still busy? Uh, no, not that, not that busy. Just like, just, you know, you work in the day. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think anything too exciting has happened. Booked a couple trips, actually. Um, oh. So that sort of thing. That's but, exciting. Um, to yeah. where? Um, going to Ibiza at the end of summer. Um, and okay. What's in Ibiza again? Uh, uh, beaches. Oh, there's, you don't have like a hookup there? Oh, yeah, no, uh, staying at my dad's in Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, that was it. So it's a good trip if you can't afford much because you just have to pay for flights. Um, I assume you're not going on any £80 club nights. No, that's not not for me. Um, He lives in, like, the the quiet section over on the other side. Um, um, Nice. Actually, maybe I only booked that trip. I, maybe it just took us a while to get around to booking it, so it felt like I booked multiple trips. <laughs> but it was just that trip. Nice. Sure. Um, That'll do. Should we um, talk about video games? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I guess that's the other thing that's been going on, uh, is is the not E3 season. E3 is not E3 season. It's been happening the last week. Uh, yeah. We've had some gaming news. Um, I don't think any of it's very interesting um, from because nothing's coming to mind. Oh, the only thing I wanted to ask you about is they are putting all of Riot's games on Game Pass. Yeah, how weird is that? Yeah, it's super weird. Does that make any With difference to champions. your life at all? To my life, no. Um, yeah, you have, must already have like all the stuff you want in League, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like years and years um, ago. Yeah. But that's still a big deal for people who are just starting now. Yeah. I mean, it unlocks all the characters, mm. um, which is like 100 characters, <laughs> you know? Yeah. it's it, And, like, you do have to buy those characters with in-game points. Uh, and, you know, it took me years to unlock them all. So yeah. to just be given all of them is kind of nuts. Yeah, Microsoft must be paying Riot a lot of money for that. I mean, they've been kind of spreading out quite a lot, actually, right, recently. Like, they do a lot with um, Amazon Prime. Yeah. Give away a lot of goodies, which is great. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that is interesting. It is. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Yeah. Uh, And talking of games, we're not actually doing the game we were meant to be doing this week. This is true. Um, What's it called, Lucky? The game? Yeah. That we're not doing this week. Oh, go on, give it a, space, give it a bash. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. There's four words. There's space. There's hard. Hard space. Deep. Drive. <laughs> like <that. laughs> it might as well be. Yeah. What is it? Uh, hard space is one word. Okay. Uh, shipbreaker is the other word. Shipbreaker. Just a uh, shipbreaker. Broken ships. Um, yeah, we're not doing that. Um, uh, we'll do it next week, I think. Um, uh, but I just thought it would be fun because there's the Steam Demo Fest, whatever you call it, Next Fest. Is that what it's called? Um, uh, going on. So there's just a yeah, a crap ton of indie games pumping out demos every day. Um, uh, and I thought it would be fun to just go away, both of us play some stuff randomly, um, and see what we come back with. Um, yeah, I thought it was a good idea. We also uh, shared already some of our more enjoyable picks, so uh, I played a couple of the ones you said. Um, and likewise, I played a couple of the ones you said. Oh, well, that's lovely to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to assume. <laughs> uh, what do we, how do we start? How do we start? Do you want to just tell me ra- one random one? So I played... Uh, a, I played maybe let's talk about like how... Do you, could you give me a rough estimate of like maybe how many you played, how many of them you actually liked? Because I played quite a few, and most of the ones I played turned out to be very disappointing. Um, so I will only really be talking about the stuff that I liked. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I played seven. Lovely. Uh, I 
it was a real spectrum for me. Mm. Um, one took my breath away. <laughs> wow. Two or three, maybe like two of them were good. Another couple of them were had like good things about them, and then a couple were kind of meh. I'm just imagining you booting <laughs> up a game and being literally breathless. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. That's funny. Um, Pretty much. All right, so uh, uh, just tell me about one. Um, do you want to... How many did you play? Uh, let me look at... So I my list of games that I liked, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. And then I played one, two, three, four... Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen. Wow! But Loads. not some of the ones that I didn't like. I didn't play for more than you know, not very long. I don't give things okay. a long, long time to impress me. <laughs> sure, I think that's probably smart. I'm very, very impatient. Um, well, should I read you the ones that I played, or should I just go from the top? Yeah, whatever you want. Whatever whatever just, speaks to you, bud. I mean, we have, like, roughly seven each if you want to... Because I didn't mind all of the ones I played. We can just touch on them quickly and sort of take turns, and if we both played one, hang around on it. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so I'll just go in the order that I played them. Mm-hmm. Start off with Glimmer in the Mirror. Okay, I you didn't play that. that? No. Um, like, 2D Metroidvania, sort of anime-esque, cute, fun cast of characters. Uh... Very pretty. Um, Did you like it? I liked it. The music was great. Had mm. Excellent, excellent music. Uh, it showed damage numbers, which I kind of liked in a Metroidvania game. Okay. Um, it was kind of fun, and it was just like a charming, oh, yeah, nice kind of game. Like painterly. Kind of looks like that Ubisoft game, Children of Light. Um yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, to me, it's a bit more like Ori-ish. Yeah, yeah. Right? I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was like a fine time. I played it through for like half an hour. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's would I recommend playing it? Uh, I don't think you need to. Is there anything <laughs> um specifically unique about it? No. Yeah. No. I mean, the damage numbers. <laughs> that, maybe. I'll tell you what, okay, that's not particularly unique. <laughs> no. uh, other than that, no, not really. Yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. I like yeah, a, it. I, yeah. Yeah, it looks right. Uh, yeah, take it away. Um, uh, what shall I... I played Angerfoot. Okay. Did you play Angerfoot? I didn't play Angerfoot. Did you see Angerfoot? I didn't even see Angerfoot. Uh, So Angerfoot is... um, I'll probably be referencing other games a lot, because it's probably just the easiest way to do that. Um, But it's basically a first-person hotline Miami, um, and your sort of core weapon is a kick. So you, like, kick doors, and, like, if someone's behind the door, they get, like, crushed by the door. Um you also pick up guns and it's that kind of like you're in a level and if you die, you die quite quickly. And if you die, you have to start from the beginning of the level. Um, it's neat. It, it's, it looks exactly like just from the pictures alone. It looks exactly like first person hotline Miami. Yeah, it's neat. It's, um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's polished and stuff. I think I liked it. Um, and it was fun. Um, but I think I found, I could just see myself not wanting to play it. I didn't finish the demo, basically. I was like, oh, I died a couple of times on the level. I was like, cool, I get it. I'm just going to move on. Um, also, the music is, like, unpleasant. Like, one of the best things about Hotline Miami is the soundtrack is amazing. Um, and the music in this is, like, it has this neat idea where when you're not in combat, the music sounds like you're... Um, standing outside a club you know so it's like all like muffled and then when you kick the door down the music like expands out and all the the frequencies start hitting your earbuds um but like 
the actual music itself is kind of rough. I don't know. Um, and maybe because you're constantly going in and out of rooms in combat, the, the, that like compression and expanding of the music is a bit, um, sickening. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's a really neat thing, and I'm sure it, it'll probably it's one of those games that will probably do quite well. It looks like the kind of thing that, like, yeah, Devolver Digital would publish. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, looks looks alright. Yeah, looks quite good from the pictures. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, what, what next up, yeah. <laughs> next, I played Lego Brawls. <laughs> I've seen this. This is the Smash Bros. clone, right? It, it's it's uh, it's Lego Smash Bros. It's more of like a brawler like a health bar health bar oh brawler. really it's not like it's for no you don't it's hit them off. a 4v4 um small map and <gasps> there are power-ups around the map look it has a character creator yeah so that was kind of why i played it you just wanted to play lego races again i wanted to build a lego character whenever uh, i see lego character creators all i think about is lego races just the hours i spent in that character creator this one has like an okay one. Um, we should probably play Lego Races. Hey, we have this podcast for that reason. This I'll leave true. that in your hands. I used to call all of my characters Mike, um, because <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I, I I used to love the name Mike. Shout out to Mike. Um, I used sure. to love the name Mike. Mike. So there you go. I just thought it was the coolest name. Um, yeah, there you go. I've moved on. Mike's fine. To be honest, but um, <laughs> at the tender age of eight, I was like, "Ah, oh, Mike! I wish I was called Mike." That's funny, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a weird one. It's a fun game. <laughs> it's it's really a fun game. Um, you said it's four v four. It's four v it's four v four. You're in a map, and you have you can unlock lots of different characters based on your character. You then unlock your sort of range of power-ups can change. Right. So if you play, like, a knight character and you hit the power-up, you might randomly get, like, a horse, which you can ride and charge on. Um, Or maybe you'll get an item that's based on the map you're in. Mm. And it is fun. It's a fun game, but, like, some of the balancing just seems really bad. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. And I like. I think that's always the thing with these like not Smash Bros games. Is Smash Bros like they spend so much time tuning that thing, like that's like all they ever talk about when they talk about yeah. that game. Um, and then you kind of, I think it's really easy for like these companies to be like, oh, we can do that. It looks cute and fun. Uh, and then actually, no, it's like to get it good seems like a it's shit ton of work. Terrible. And uh, yeah, there's this one map where it's sort of. There's like a strong mech in the middle of the map, and you got to sort of fight over it. Mm. And uh, you know, but then once you're in the mech, you kind of never die, and the team that gets in it first sort of auto wins. Is what I found. But I played like three rounds, and you can unlock different characters. And then, what's nice is you can then take apart all the assets of your different characters, mm. and then rebuild your character with all of the pieces of Lego that you've collected from the different characters. Okay. That sounds cool. Yeah, it, it's cute. So you can take your sort of knight and dress him up in, like, a pair of racing trousers from your race car character. Yeah. But it, it's it's goofy. I, was, I can't see the, anyone did, playing it that uh, much. Did you play online? Is that online? Yeah, so I got... How was the netcode and stuff? It seemed okay. Was it better it than Smash? Because we... Smash is crap. <laughs> I mean, weirdly, it matched... It wasn't that good. But, I mean, right. there wasn't a lot going on on screen. You yeah. know, you have, like, four buttons. Yeah. I mean, they're also, like, the depth of combat's very shallow. Right. You have, like, an so attack, really matter. Yeah. a ground slam, and then special items, and that's, like, it. Um... I just, I wish I played this. There's another Lego game here that, I don't know if this was part of the Next Fest demos, but there is a demo called Lego Brick Tales. Looks looks kind of neat. Okay. It's like it's like these big dioramas. It looks kind of cool, man. 
Well, I mean, this is the thing: is that Lego have some okay games historically. Well, they've been, um, they've been, they've definitely been like kicking it up recently as well. They've done more like artsy stuff. They did that game. Was it Lego Worlds? Lego Worlds was like Minecraft, obviously. Uh, but it but, looked great, Lego Worlds. Um, Lego we Builder's Journey is the one I'm talking about. It's like this very nicely rendered Lego bricks. Um, and it's kind of, it, ha- it was basically just um, their version of a Monument Valley. Um, uh, so it's very, oh, yeah. <laughs> very visually pleasing. Um <laughs> I think it has like ray tracing as well, which is cool. So it's just like the bricks are like hyper shiny. Um, That's funny. Looks nice. Yeah, it does. Um, it wasn't very fun to. Play. I played it on iPad and like I found the controls quite fiddly. Maybe it's better on a PC. Um, sure. Yeah, they they. It's weird that Lego has managed to consistently throughout its history crank out some bangers. You know. It is. Yeah. It's 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 weird, and that kind of made me want to play it. And this was fun, but it just doesn't have the depth to be worth like goofing around with they've actually got like a massive sale on like all lego games maybe i should pick up one of these lego chess the original lego chess uh that's my favorite lego game of all time that's interesting (laughs) What, what did you play that on your old pc uh ted's pc ted had a As PC in, with Lego. Ch- it's not on Steam. Yeah, it makes sense, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Lego Races is on Steam. You can buy it for £3.13, though. Maybe it's on Good Old Games. Oh, that's cool. Do they still do things? Good Old Games? Yeah. What does that mean? What's the qu- What's the question, please? <laughs> Are they still up? Are they still running? Is it still I, you're literally looking at the website right now, right? <laughs> I am now. Okay. Lego chess. Do they have Lego races on there? No, they don't. Uh, oh, God, they've got like... I've always wanted to play Lego City games. Undercover. I'll tell you that much. Okay. <laughs> Lego City Undercover is like... An, it was, it's like a GTA clone, but you're a oh, cop, geez. of course. Um... Uh, uh, and um, that just always looked like a good time. I think it came out on like Wii U originally. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> and it's on sale for five pounds. Now's the time if you want it. Now's the time. Okay. Right. Um. Next. Next. Unless you want to keep talking about Lego. No. Um. Shall we talk about turbo golf racing? Sure. Uh, you said I should play this, so I played it. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about Turbo Golf Racing? It's just insane that you can take a game and <laughs> copy it. <laughs> so It's so wild. It's so wild to me. So this game is a pure clone of Rocket League, uh, except instead of football, it's golf. Um, but by pure clone, I mean control schemes are exactly the same and it does everything exactly the same uh with the objective of hitting your ball it's five five it's like five players at once and each player has to hit their ball to the other end of the course um and it's a race yeah it's like it's like it's like um you know all those like ai generated pieces of art going around at the moment it's like it's yeah. like if it's like if someone just wrote Rocket League Golf. Like this yes. is what you get. Um, it, it's exactly that. Um, it looks exactly the same, but less polished because um, I imagine it's a significantly smaller team and not owned by Epic. And <laughs> um, um, <laughs> I'm sure it will be soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, if not, they'll be sued. Um, yep. Yeah. I. I I think it's a neat idea. It feels like it feel what it feels like is like one of those ad- additional modes that they chuck in as like a seasonal event in Rocket League yeah, or something. Massively. Um like hey, we developed this fun little thing. It doesn't I played one uh you have you do like them in championships, so I think you do three courses and then it tallies up your score. I played one of those and I was like, "Cool, that's enough." Yeah, um That's that's all you need. 
Um, it uh, is a good idea. I think my biggest problem with it was that it felt I felt very disconnected from everyone else. Like, um, I think the teamwork aspect of Rocket League is the nicest thing. Um, and the fact that you all have your own ball trying to get it down this course and you can't even, like, hit other players' balls, they're, um, like, transparent. Um, so you're just kind of looking at your own ball driving down a hill. Um, it didn't. It didn't feel very didn't feel like it would have much long-lasting strategy. No, yeah, I think that stuff probably would have been a lot more difficult for them to do. Sure, yeah. Collision stuff, uh, but it would have been good to have it. I mean, I'm it sure that, yeah, I'm sense. sure they made the executive decision of being like, if you can hit everyone's balls, this is just complete chaos. <laughs> but um, it just, yeah, it just feels a bit like, oh, I'm just driving down this hill. Um it it is wild though because this game does offer something else. I mean, there's always going to be clones of these big games. Like when Minecraft came out, obviously there were like a bazillion Minecraft clones, mm-hmm. but none of them were any good or could offer what Minecraft could. But a game like this, it does actually offer something different. Yeah. Uh, so it's interesting that while it is just a pure ripoff clone, it's still new content. Um, yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, nice. it's doing well. It's, like, top of the playlist. Really? Um, yeah, and it's a great goof-around goof game. And it's also a goof-around game that people already know how to play. I think there was a recent game, a recent golf game that came out. It wasn't long after we played um, Golf With Your Friends, whatever it was called. Um, sure. That is quite similar. Um, what was it called? Golf Gang, I think it's called. Um, yeah, which is literally a uh, golf gang is a racing game, party game. Um, and I think that's doing quite well. Very similar, but actually just looks a bit more like golf. So I'd probably m- rather play this. It looks a bit more original. Which one? Golf gang. Right. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's 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 kind of wild. Um, and it, it, it is fun. It's a yeah. fun game. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, and it does have, like, uh, ideas in it that um, Rocket League doesn't. Like, you have, like, a glide as well as a boost, um, which is nice because then you can kind of... In Rocket League, you kind of just, like... Well, in a way, I think maybe it's better in Rocket League because I think it requires a bit more skill to stay in the air, whereas in this, you can boost up into the air and then just kind of gently glide down. Um, and I liked that you it shows you the... Um, direction of the ball as you get nearer to it like where it's going to hit it shows you the arc that it's going to go in um yeah that's true which i thought was quite a nice way of showing that but again it it kind of all of those features are cool but they actually kind of minimize the skill ceiling like it just means that you don't have to be as good at the game to get good at it probably but then also with more controls maybe maybe increases it in another way but i i I don't know yeah uh but what else is nice about this that you don't have in rocket league is that you actually get the opportunity to drive these cars. That's true. Um, because in Rocket League, you're in a tiny little court, whereas on this one, you're on like a huge golf course. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, do you want to take a, another one? Uh, sure thing. Um, should we talk about... I doubt you played The Fridge is Red. No, I didn't. The Fridge is Red, I was very pleasantly surprised by... Uh, it's a horror game. I would call it a horror game. Um, but it's like how, I don't know how you describe this kind of horror because it's not like scary and it didn't really have jump scares in it. It was more kind of, um, kind of like, is a bit more goofy, a bit more like self-aware, um, and like some really, really neat ideas. So it kind of reminded me visually of something like inscription. So it has this like heavy pixel shader thing going on. Um, uh, but the game opens, you can't move and you're sitting down in a chair and you're sitting in front of a massive fridge um, and surrounded, you're surrounded by pieces of paper with notes on. Um, okay. and, um, and then whenever you look away from the fridge, it gets closer to you. So like a grandma's garden thing. <laughs> okay. um, and then you need to figure out what you need to do. Uh, and the solution was um, you, there's like, these like uh fridge magnets scattered along the floor that you have to try and find whilst also not eventually being 
I don't know what happens if the fridge gets to you. Um, but you have to chuck the fridge magnets on to spell the fridge's name. Um, and like the pieces of paper on the floor give you hints. Um, so it's kind of like, it is spooky in that, like, that was spooky in that, like, oh God, this thing is right behind me and I need to quickly find the letter that's behind me without it seeing me. Um, yeah. Um, but, uh, it's not like scary and there weren't really jump scares. And then it transitions into this like actual first person kind of horror game. Um, again, with lots of like neat, goofy puzzle ideas. Um, I thought I was really, really, um, really impressed by it. I thought it was really cool. Um, uh, you, you end up going in this elevator that starts to fall down into hell and then you try to stop it and then the buttons turn into eyes and then you get to the ground floor and there's a bunch of vending machines with hands in them. It's just all over the place weird. Um, and it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah, that sounds good. It is cool. Um, yeah, that sounds cool. good. Um, I would recommend... Yeah, it's, it's, there aren't jump scares. Um, there's this one bit. There's this one bit where these guys like run at you, but it's not like, duh, you know, it's not like super scary or anything. Um, but um, yeah, I'd recommend it. Nice, sounds good. Yeah. Um, I just realized then, I didn't uh, add like one of my favorite games on my list. So actually, there's another game to talk about. Take it away, which one? No, no, no you go. I just. Um, you can put I it mean, nice. I'm almost running out here already. Uh, other, other, my only other ones are ones that I think we've both played now. Okay, let's uh, let's do a few well, of, maybe. Few of those maybe. Uh Nyad. Yeah. Played a little um, of that. Yep. Yeah. Uh Tell me about it. Top top down swimming simulator. <clears throat> uh you are a uh, I would actually describe it as a top down duck shepherding simulator. <laughs> yeah. Really dodgy, isn't it? <laughs> It's a very bad decision. Um, but this is a game that I recommended you play for just a little bit uh, for exactly that reason. You're basically a river spirit in a river, and you <laughs> swim along this river, sort of helping nature um, and sort of helping the creatures and the plant life within the river. Uh, so you do things like reunite ducklings with their mother and sing to plants to make them grow. Uh, but the main thing about this game is that it looks really nice. It's a very, very pretty game. Um, yeah, it really is. Um, it's, it's. I think, yeah, describing it as top-down gives this... It is that exactly what it is, but it, it feels bad to describe it like that. I feel like it gives you the image of something a bit more generic. Um, but it has this kind of really nice, like, layered effect. So, like... Yeah, um, it has this like depth of like everything's on a specific layer and then there's something beneath it and above it um and it's like the colors are like really poppy um and soothing uh yeah it's a very the whole, very nice the whole thing game. is basically like built out of paper <laughs> it looks like um, yeah almost in yeah. a sort of south park-esque way <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, um, but nice looking <laughs> but top down i mean um you know, it's also very sort of uh, nice color palettes and um, nice effects on these. And, uh, it, yeah, it looks really nice. Worth Googling um, to see how it looks. And it's also interesting just playing a game from that perspective and it never shifting mm-hmm. for a game like that. Yeah, I, I kind of want to see what the, the game looks like when you, like... Uh rotate the camera because <laughs> obviously it's 3d but it's it's recorded from a flat plane so like yeah i want to see what all the layers look like when you just shoot shoot the camera down a bit yeah um, it's super neat um, yeah, it's i don't know neat. it don't know if it has the staying power for me in terms of like um but n- n- emotional or gameplay wise it just felt like it was quite one track maybe yeah um, I mean, and i i watched the trailer and it seems to turn into like some environmental story um which is yeah. a bit like i played flower already <laughs> uh, i don't need yeah. to do that again it already was pushing that stuff yeah uh and not in like the best way mm. it kind of felt like unnecessarily environmental like there were people cutting down trees and yeah like... i mean that was how i felt about flower like i just felt like that when like everything goes dark and and all the all the power lines have fallen over and 
the like cutscene is like a bunch of smoke coming out of cars. It's just a bit like, yeah, okay. I'd rather just get, enjoy the beautiful it. flowers, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, really, in a game like this, you just want to have, you want it to be like an hour and a half long mm-hmm. and to never have to repeat a task and just do little cute things as you flow across the river. Also, the movement's not good enough in this game. A game mm. like this has to have good movement. Now. Yeah, it felt a little bit too stiff. Um, yeah, I like the I like the way it teaches you about swimming. Though there's this bit where um, uh, you you have this cloud that sort of gives you basic tutorial hints, um, and then it says frogs will only follow you if you swim swim like them or something, um, and that teaches you that like to do this kind of dash move where you kind of like dash and then stop and then dash and then stop like a frog. I thought that was kind of like a nice way of um introducing a mechanic to you instead of just yeah. being like you can do this with this button and this yeah agreed it's fine it looks nice google it n-a-i-a-d yeah probably one of the, like uh, the more visually striking games i've played in a while yeah cool cool um uh, the game that I forgot to write down, but uh, yeah, it's probably up there is uh, Gloomwood, okay. um, which is developed by the guy that made Dusk, which is on my list for us to play. Um, Dusk is a um, a boomer shooter, I believe is what they call them. It's a uh, a Doom slash uh, Quake um, re 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 reinvigorating that genre sort of game um uh and gloomwood is sort of inspired by old the old thief games um with a bit more with a bit of quake in it as well so it's like a bit more punchy horror stuff um uh it's just it's just really strong vibes great gameplay mechanic stuff um uh kind of a a f- not a, I wouldn't say a fresh take on like a st- stealthy game, but like it, I like the way that it managed it and that it wasn't like, um, it was quite straightforward and I don't know, it just works really well. It, it seems like it's going to be one, whenever that's finished, it seems like it's going to be a really solid, um, video game that I will want to play and quite spooky. Nice. nice. Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. Looks all right. What you got? Um, what you got? Beautiful. Uh, now I'm pretty much on the back stream. I can talk about the one that took my breath away. <laughs> yeah. Which was Metal Hellsinger. Did you get a chance? Yeah, I played it this morning. Isn't it great? It's okay. <laughs> I love this game. Yeah. Um, it's 2016 Doom, uh, except it's a rhythm game. And, um, I mean... I'm I don't like metal music particularly uh but it has like a metal soundtrack and everything you do should be within the rhythm to the music uh if you attack on rhythm you deal extra damage and you have ways of uh sort of extending combos and increasing damage and you're basically a sort of demon running around a sort of hellscape frantically attacking to a beat uh and it feels insane uh and tough and immersive and amazing mm. mm-hmm. why that why there's so game? many rhythm games at the moment there's so many um we heard you like this genre but what if it was now also a rhythm game there's so <laughs> yeah. many of them like throughout this um this whatever this game announcement season i feel like so many, especially indie games, were like, yeah, check out this isometric shooter, but also play it to the rhythm. Um, I mean, I think it's a good genre. It's a Why good, it's a good way the... of mixing something up, but like, it's just wild. And it's also, so many of them. Yeah, it's also probably very doable. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a very doable genre. Yeah, it just it, it feels like it. Without it, it would just be a very generic game, right? Yeah. Um... And I think that is the truth. It feels kind of unfair because... No, that's, I mean, not, this, that's not fair. <laughs> it, it, it is a very polished game still. Uh-huh. Um, but 
I don't remember a game that has made me have to focus in this way for a long time. Mm. You know what I mean? Because it's so hectic uh, in its gameplay, and there's a lot of games like that with very, very hectic gameplay, but then once you take that, and then you're also sort of locking yourself into this rhythm, yeah. um, it put me in like a state of concentration <laughs> that was <laughs> sort of next level, eyes wide, zoned into a telly. Yeah. Uh, and on top of that, it is fun. So you have um, different weapons. You have uh, sort of a sword, which you can use. You have like a finisher. So once someone's taken a certain amount of damage, um, you can do like this finishing attack where you dash to them. And again, it's all in beat, which looks amazing where uh, someone, you shoot someone, they go down, they're on the other side of the screen. Then you press your finisher to the beat. And then again, to the beat, you dash to them. Uh, and then you have like a two strong guns and you have a sort of a skull that can shoot projectiles and you can use that to stop your combo from dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so in between swapping between these other weapons, you just swap back to, uh, this skull and just constantly click <laughs> Yeah, uh, to not lose the, um, bonus. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting idea. Yeah. It means that you don't have to think too much about building up the combo, which is nice. Um, I I think the thing I found most fiddly with it was changing weapons. Um, yeah. I could have done yeah. with, like, a weapon wheel or something um, that, like, I don't know, slowed down time, like, in Doom or something, just because, like, something about the combination of changing weapons whilst also having to click on a beat. Um, yeah, just a I bit agree. fiddly. Um I agree. That or was like the ma- maybe aspect. like the, I don't know. Maybe you could do it so just armchair designing. Maybe you could do it so changing weapons is also um, rewarded for doing it on the beat or something like that. Like um, yeah, because you do get rewarded for reloading in time. Um, it speeds up the gun reload. Um, so something like that would be cool. And the way, I mean, the weird thing about a game like this is that because you're already so locked into the rhythm of it, and because there's so much going on. Um, Everything you do is to the beat anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you if you're going to dash, you're going to dash to the beat. Um, um, there was a game that came out, uh, I think, like a couple. Yeah, it says 2020 called um, BPM Bullets Per Minute. Okay, um, hyper similar, and I think people really liked it. Um, like literally, it's it's Doom, but to a rhythm. Um, and maybe I'm I'm oh, sort of very similar. Yeah, I'm surprised that. Uh, this other game seems to be doing so well. If this one already exists, maybe they haven't played this one for some reason. Yeah. Now two of the same thing. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it was very well done, I thought. Um, yeah. Uh, this game, I mean, like, the maps were great. The enemies looked great. It was very fun to play. This is my full recommendation from that demo list. Wow. Little Hellsinger. Uh, and the boss fight as well was difficult. Um, <clears throat> I didn't get to the boss, but uh, a lot of fun, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. we might as well move on to the other rhythm game uh, that yeah. I played. Uh, ser- serotonin, um, melatonin, melatonin, <laughs> melatonin. <laughs> um, uh, did you manage to check this out? Yeah. Um, so melatonin is, I thought it was quite an interesting take on the rhythm genre. Um, it has, how would you describe that like cartoon art style? It just looks like something you'd watch on like Cartoon Network, modern Cartoon Network stuff. Cartoon Network, Um, so like, uh. Or sort of corporate (laughs) illustration. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's like very nice. Um, pastel colors, tech, um, tech startup illustration. Yeah, thin line art. Um, lots of pinks and blues. Uh, looks like uh, what's what's the what's Adventure Time, but a bit softer um, uh, and more realistic. You play as some some guy who falls asleep on his sofa, and then in his dreams, uh, he starts doing little rhythm games, little rhythm mini games. Basically, um, I think the the 
kick here is that it is asking you to stay on beat to a rhythm whilst also removing sort of the more traditional um, ways of telling you what the rhythm is. So like, whereas a traditional rhythm game would have like in um, Metal Helsing or whatever it's called, uh, you have like literal arrows that hit another triangle. So you know exactly when to press the button Um, here. uh, It takes that away and you have to rely on the audio and visuals to um, get the rhythm in, Um, which took me a minute to get used to. Um, uh, and, and then when I did, I just thought like, oh, this actually makes for like a really satisfying rhythm game because I'm actually, actually engaging with the music and the visuals instead of just following a ticker, a metronome. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Uh, and it works well and it feels good. It does feel good. Like, mm. yeah, I don't know if I would play all of it. Um, uh, they are, they, the mini games all feel quite, um, you just kind of go from level to level on this little overworld map, and, and it, it doesn't feel like it maybe has a strong... I don't know if it has any kind of narrative to it, or if he's literally just going through a bunch of different dreams. I really liked... the My favourite one was the um, the shopping one. Um, I thought that one was really good. Did you play all the levels? Uh, I All but the last one. Yeah, the so the, the I think the shopping one was the second one. Um, so... Uh, it's literally you are, it's like you're technically first person and you have a card machine and you need to swipe the card to the rhythm. Um, and then these uh, items, shopping items will appear um, on these kind of stools in front of you. Uh, and it's kind of a call and response thing. Um, yeah, and it's hard to describe exactly what made that so satisfying over the other ones, but there was something that one that one just clicked. It's funny because some of the levels clicked a lot easier for me than others. Um, as that a, is interesting. Yeah, that one didn't click for me particularly. The video game one also clicked really easy. I found that one quite easy. Um, there's like this kind of virtual gun gun shooter level uh, where these enemies appear on screen, um, and you have to yeah shoot them in time with the beat. Um, and that one clicked. The one that didn't the most was the last one I played, which was the uh, social media one. That one I found really hard. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. And, I mean, there were definitely ones as well that I felt like I wanted to play more. Mm. That social media one drove me a bit nuts. Yeah. Um, I thought the food one was actually great. <laughs> I think that was my favorite. Yeah, that, the first, <laughs> the one, first cool. one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Decent game. Decent. Um, have you got anything else? Then, uh, you know, to Paradise March? Yeah, yeah. You managed to play that one? Yeah, I've played it. It's like a sort of take the bug-catching aspects of Animal Crossing mm-hmm. and sort of mix it with like a like a sort of almost like, was it Proteus? Is that what yeah, it was called? that's my reference I've got written down. <laughs> yeah, like a sort of Proteus vibe, uh, Proteus world. Proteus, Proteus is like a, yeah, I, 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 I like the vibes of it. I like the gentleness of it. Um, Proteus, for anyone that doesn't know, is was like a was one of those like early walking to simulator me it's games. The for, to me, it's like the early indie game. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's like one of those, but it's like the sub indie indie game, right? Like it's after like Braid and stuff like that, where it like. This is like next level of like, oh, people will actually buy games that are really quite mechanically <laughs> straightforward. Like, like we can, this is like the kind of stuff that these days you really only see on itch.io, Proteus. Um, yeah. Uh, kind of like visual walking simulator, like just, a, just an atmosphere for you to explore. Um, uh, and so that's kind of Proteus and it's got this kind of like 3D, but like everything's kind of made out of chunky pixels, color, um, pastel colors stuff. Uh, and this looks a lot like that, but yeah, as you said, there's like this like the mechanics are mostly around hunting bugs and animals with your with your net um and kind of exploring this weird marsh that seems to sort of change um uh, change how it sort of i don't know how you describe that change it's like form as you wander around quite quickly it's like kind of unnatural yeah, feeling trees appear and mm-hmm things sort of shift a little bit um yeah i just thought it was a really sweet little vibe 
Um, I, I would quite happily play that. Um, just hang out and play that. Uh, I like I like I like games with little books where you have to collect things and you get more information in the books. Yeah, yeah, it's a classic. Um, but yeah, I thought it was not bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean the. I mean, the scope that they gave you for that demo, though, was next level small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know how far in, if that game's, like, how far along that game is or whatever. Um, yeah. But it's like, like, a tiny, tiny area. Demos are so fun because, like, it's so nice knowing that it's going to end really quick. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's like, oh, great, I can just move on now. <laughs> and also, you don't, you can just move on if you don't want to play it. Yeah. And, and like you know there's going to be really no quick. long intro. Excellent. You're going to just skip a lot of the story stuff. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah, you can even, if you want to, like, just, if there are, like, cutscenes, you can just skip them and just, like, not invest. You don't have to read if there's, like, notes tied around. No. It's like, oh, I'll read the note if I buy the game. Don't worry about it. In and out. Get yeah. a vibe. And yeah. head out. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've only got one other game, mm-hmm. uh, which is a game called Lunark, which um, uh, is is oh, a. Was that the Moon Builder? Sorry, was that like the Moon Builder? No, Moon no. Base Builder. No. Uh, Lunark is a cinematic grid-based platformer in the vein of uh, Prince of Persia or Flashback. Um, so very much my vibes. Um, it's got this really nice pixel art art style where the pixels are really quite large and it feels like you really like zoomed in to the pixels, <laughs> like unnecessarily big. Um, okay. uh, so it looks really nice, very colorful. Uh, I'm always, I'm always excited. It's rare and I desperately want people to do it more. Um, when people take that like classic control scheme that these days feels very archaic, um, but I do think has has a certain quality that's lacking in like regular platformers. Uh, so I'm excited whenever anyone tries to modernize it a bit, and I think they do quite a good job um, in Lunark. Uh, it's mostly a puzzle game. Uh, even like I think I think these games are always kind of more puzzle than anything else. Even if there's combat, the combat turns into like a puzzle. Um, sure. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. You just yeah, wandering around the demo, you're just wandering around this like cave. Um, <clears throat> Uh, getting keys and opening doors, um, but nice. seems like a good vibe. Cool, mm-hmm. sounds all right. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. That's a lot of video games, right there, bud. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, good way to spend a couple of days. Um, do you have anything else? No. Fab. Um, so next week, um, we'll play three hours of Hard Space Shipbreaker, um, which is on. Xbox Game Pass for PC. Um, uh, I've played like 15, 20 hours of that, so I think I'm good. But um, Yeah, back to the regular scheduled content. Absolutely. Um, Next week. Lucky. <clears throat> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, you want me to do this? Thank <laughs> you for listening. Yes, please. Um, this has been Time Play 3HR. If you have any demos that you tried on Steam and like them, let us know. And mm. if you want to let us know, come to our Discord and let us know there. Wow. Uh, we have Instagram, Twitter, just Google Time Play 3HR. If you want to send us a little dono, you can do so. Oh, that's a good point. I think we got one or two, and I don't know. I think we might have only said one of them, but we got another one. I don't think we ever read that out. Amazing. Did you even tell me? Yeah, yeah. It's just, I think because of the, the us taking a week off, it kind of... Oh. And it yes. happened, like, I think just after we recorded the last episode, so... Got you. Um, what's it called, Ko-Fi? Ko-Fi. A perfect opportunity. A Ko-Fi.com forward slash timeplay3hr. <laughs> live. <laughs> this is live, baby. Live uh, handle. Um, F. F. I don't know if this is the same Ethel as Twitter. Ethel the Frog. Because we also got a donor from Ethel the Frog. But this might be a different Eth. Um, uh, Eth said, get yourself a coffee, listen since Ep1, great chemistry, intelligent discussions, excellent work. Well, that's very kind, Eth. Thank you very much. 
Yeah, thank you very um, much. Do very appreciate much. it, really. Very much appreciate the support. It's very, um, very kind. Um, uh, and that money has already been spent on a game that we'll play at some point soonish. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, a game we bought on PlayStation Store. Yeah, we've got. We've now got two multiplayer games sitting waiting in the wings. Yeah, provided from you, the listener. Thank you, thank you. Well, um, some of you covered. You covered a little bit of the other one. <laughs> you covered like ten percent of the other one, which is very good. Yeah, I mean that was all you. you I just wanted to play, to play that, game. that one, and yeah. I took the opportunity to give myself a little discount. So yeah, thanks. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Um, other than that, that's about it. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, the sun's crazy. Yeah. Too much for me. Um, now time to sort of get ready for work and <laughs> head out. So, yeah. Cool. Catch you later. Uh, keep it real. Catch you, bye. <laughs> bye.